0: Thank <laughs> you. I've spent the last 12 years trying to find the ultimate model to run a chiropractic business. And I think I discovered it, the clinic gym hybrid model where you integrate fitness with the great care that chiropractic offices offer. Now I perfected that model and I sold that business last year. Now I've gone full time into discovering how to help others build the same model in their practice. And I have the goal of a hundred hybrid clinics starting up in the next year. So follow along as we interview the greatest guests, thought leaders in our space here and discover the ways to perfect this model. So so that you can run an amazing business that also contributes to your time off, increased pay, and increased fulfillment by doing the care that you truly believe in. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I'm. it's my pleasure today to be joined by Dr. Kevin Christie. Kevin, what is up, my main man?
1: How are you, man? Good talking to you. Always, always a pleasure.
0: Hey, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, Kevin is the host of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Podcast. I think he's got like six podcasts, eight websites, 14 clinics across Florida. Um, I don't remember the current numbers, Kevin. So how, things are going well though, right? Yeah, definitely not those numbers, but uh, you know, I, I like
1: to create.
0: Yeah, it's awesome and you're pretty damn good at it. So uh, for, for those chiropractors listening, can you give them a little synopsis of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing show and what that also is all about?
1: yeah absolutely about 3 years ago we started the facebook group and then a year after that it spawned the the podcast around marketing and business and so we've done that and it's been uh, we just hit our 2 year anniversary back in april uh never missed a week uh, i think one of the things with content creation that i've talked a lot about chiropractors need to do is to be consistent and one of the things that when I set out on podcasting was uh, I learned from a guy named John Lee Dumas and had the pleasure of having dinner with him once in Puerto Rico. And he was really my early guide into podcasting. And, and that was one of the things that he taught at the time. And it's not a, a for sure thing, but you, you know, pick a day a week. If it's going to be a weekly podcast, release it. Do all that? I've got a good podcast producer that makes sure that happens as well. Uh, So it's just uh, a lot of interviews, a lot of maybe topics. Sometimes I just riff on a topic as well. It's not necessarily always an interview, but try to distill down everything: marketing, business, and even sometimes mindset. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And uh, you know, you had a guest on about two and a half years ago that looked a lot like me, and that was actually the start of uh, the clinic gym hybrid. Whatever you want to call it, revolution or uh, the Facebook page, the website,
1: the podcast all started because of your show. Oh, I appreciate that. You know, it's, I, and I've expressed it to you. Um, I talk to a lot of chiropractors, and we have a lot of the Chiropractic Success Academy members fill out this practice audit. And one of the questions, has been, um, you know, where where do you see yourself in the next three years? What would you like to accomplish? And so many of them, it's it's implement the clinic gym hybrid, and uh, yeah. so that's exciting to see.
0: Yeah, well, I think it fits perfectly. I I think I've told you this before. It fits perfectly with your before, during, and after units of of business as a perfect aftercare for chiropractic. You know, like it's a perfect flow into there.
1: Absolutely, it really is, and plus it's good for their health. Yeah. <laughs> So.
0: And it's recurring monthly revenue is a beautiful thing when you got it. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of the downsides of clinical practice is We all get squirmish about recurring monthly revenue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin, I wanted to have you on today because I want to talk about some marketing ideas for the folks listening. You are a, I would say the world's leading expert in chiropractic office marketing. Uh, you've been speaking at Parker. You got asked back to Parker. Um, they want you to, uh, MPI is having you look at their marketing, right? There's a bunch of different things, which is all awesome. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. You have mentioned before uh, the idea of, and this is what I want to dive in today, Mm -hmm. the idea of land you own and land you rent, essentially, with your marketing. And uh, I think it's a, a very big deal because I think people don't... It's one of those things you don't realize you're on rented land until... The landlord comes and takes it away, right?
1: Yes, exactly. And one of the, uh, I guess, institutes that I really learned my marketing from was the Content Marketing Institute, and they're based out of Cleveland. And I've gone to their master class, and they they have this huge live event in Cleveland, and they really were um, instrumental for me from 2014 on. And, And one of the things they really talk about was building your property on rented land versus owned land and the big difference is, is uh, you know for instance Facebook like I can go back in time I remember I opened my practice in 2010 my own practice and I started the Facebook business page and started posting on there I, I've got over 3,000 uh, likes from in the community on my business page and I'll be like oh how'd you get that many I was like well I've been doing it consistently since then and back then I could post something and, and if I had like 500 likes, they all saw it for free, you know, yeah. and people built their, their business on that. These and are the obviously- salad days of Facebook. We'll tell our grandkids about, right? Like oh, <laughs> yeah. man, when
0: I was on there, I saw every post.
1: Yeah. You know, like it's you know, the, uh, the chiropractor in the 1980s with insurance right now, you know, if you were the yeah. chiropractor that built your practice and the 2010 12 whatever you're just like oh how Facebook was so great <laughs> right but yeah then obviously they changed the game and, and now it's very expensive to get people to see your stuff so like I got I think close to 3100 people now and if I post it I will organically reach considerably less people than when I had 500 people organically right so Mm -hmm. you got to put you got to put money behind it and that's just an example and there was other people that built their this is not really chiropractic related but there were influencers that built their platform on vine and such or uh what's the other one I, i was just i just cleaned up all the apps on my phone periscope Periscope was another one right where those are all forms (laughs) myspace those are all forms of of rented land and and I'm not here to say that you shouldn't utilize them because I definitely think you should but you really need to consider building your marketing on owned properties and so that's a key distinction that I try to make people understand and then obviously the next question is like what are owned properties you know Um, and and I think it's 2019. I think your website has to be your kind of your hub, right? Like it's gotta be the, the real property that is yours. That is the epicenter of your marketing strategy and everything else. It's kind of that spoken hub model. It's like everything else comes from that. Yeah. And I think people are doing, okay with their website and in, in like in the chiropractic profession, but they could do a lot better. And so that's a big one. And we, we can break that down in a minute. Your email list is owned, right? Like you don't own MailChimp per se, but they can't take your email list from you. Right. So your email list is yours as chiropractors. We have a, a kind of a, I guess we can call it an unfair advantage of like we have to get our consumers physical mailing address. Not every business has that ability. They have to get
0: yeah little bit for those listening. Like, uh, I have a friend in internet marketing Mm -hmm. and, uh, he said that if you have the physical mailing address, just as a lead, Mm -hmm. it triples the value of that person.
1: Exactly. And and I, I don't, and I think that goes on unsaid in the chiropractic profession. Part of the, I think part of the problem is it can get pricey with direct mail, but there are very good strategies you can do that aren't as expensive. But even if, you know, if you're a practice that's you know, got healthy profits, it could definitely be worth $1,000 or $1,200 a month uh, to, to send out a, a regular newsletter too.
0: We also, along that thread, we have their physical address. Mm-hmm. We also have some demographic information about them that, you know, I mean, it's like a fish swimming in water. Like we're, you know, to the internet marketers of the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying go out there and sell that information. I want to be yeah. very clear. Like that's not what it's all about. But you have a ton of information that, You may not realize you can leverage as a chiropractor. For example, you got demographics, just knowing male, female, you know, rough age, like within 10 year bracket, there are a lot of people that pay companies thousands of dollars to figure that out off an email address. And then we also have their cell phone number, right? Which, Mm -hmm. you know, how many email addresses do you think you have in the world, Kevin? I mean, how many active ones, let's just say active ones that actually filter to your inbox. For my chiropractic? Oh, no, just in, as Kevin Christie, like, yeah. you got <laughs> at least five, I'm going to guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but how many cell phone numbers do you have? Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. So when people start looking at that, like, you know, knowing that Kevin's number is whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of getting off topic here, but... No, it's uh,
1: it's right on topic. You know, if, self-
0: if you establish that as a communication result, as, as communica- communication pathway, if, that's a huge if, mm-hmm. uh, with... Just like the website, quality content, uh, reasons that I'm calling, not being annoying, then that cell phone becomes another owned pathway of communication, mm-hmm. right? But people sometimes neglect that, and the email address is an owned pathway of communication. Yep. And once again, you're saying that lead back to the the owned mansion on the hill, which should be your website.
1: Exactly, I think that's yeah. the the key because what you want to do with your website is there's there's many things, but part of the mistake people have made is it's essentially just an online business card and it's yeah. not working for them. Uh, your website should be designed nicely. Okay, let's get that out of the way. We don't need to focus on anymore, but it's got to be designed nicely. It can't all be John from,
0: Morrison. Yeah, there you go. that's all you need to do. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's got to be it's it's got to be up to date in 2019. It can't look like it's from 2008. It's definitely uh, things have changed. So, you got to, you know, just move on from that and then it's got to be compelling right so if they do get to your website somehow they need to be compelled to say to themselves I don't really want to look for any other chiropractors this is where I want to be right and that can go down a whole rabbit hole of like okay you got to have a niche and then you got to be compelling to that niche. You can't be compelling to every person. That's for sure, but you got to be compelling. And that's kind of, I think really where a John Morrison comes into play is with the copy and some of your other things like testimonials. And that's a big part of it. Then you want it to be a content platform. Okay. So you want it to have, you know, an article or blog section on there. You want to have some really good information on certain pages. You want to have, um, you know, I have my YouTube channel filters right onto my website. So there's like a, we have a whole section on media. And so that's on there. I've been fortunate enough to have been on some national uh, TV programs. So I highlighted that and and make sure it's like, a, gives me that social proof for sure. And so if you have any social proof things, you want that to be on there. Uh, And then, and then lastly, you know, you want to, you want to make sure that you've um, got it SEO optimized, search engine optimized because so Google does see it. And I think if you can handle those things, and obviously we could probably have a whole weekend workshop on, on making all this happen. uh, But yeah, that's where you're going to do pretty well overall uh, with your website. So,
0: So to go back to the rented versus owned land, Once you have that website that has those aspects established, Mm -hmm. what does that allow you to do in the future? Why is that such a big deal? Because again, I think the rented thing, you don't realize that until your landlord pulls your lease. Like, you know, uh, but what does that allow you to do with the consumer? I'm trying to paint the future vision of why you'd go through all that work.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, so. It kind of goes to that before, during, and after unit. Now you can use your website for all three of those and people will get to your site and actually stay on there and, and utilize it as a resource. And so uh, let me give you an example of what we're working on right now. And, and I don't, I don't want to think like earlier or younger chiropractors have to start going down this path so soon. It's, it's been a process for me, you know, obviously been working up to it, but, you'd like to have some form of lead capture on your website, but it needs to be something that they are interested in. And what we're putting together, so my website is on WordPress and I had a web designer. And then there's a WordPress WordPress plugin. There's a ton of plugins, but there's one called LearnDash. And essentially it's the ability to make an online academy or free course or, or anything on your website. And it actually looks like your website. Okay. so a difference being like, for instance, the Chiropractic Success Academy is on a Kajabi platform and, and it looks great and everything like that, but it doesn't necessarily look like the the actual CSA website. And so you could do that, which is fine, but LearnDash makes it look like it's yours and people uh, are a little impressed by that. And so we're doing a free desk jockey injury prevention course. We're going to roll that out in the next week or two, and then we're going to do one for triathlon for triathletes injury prevention for triathletes and then the third one's going to be low back now sounds complicated but i've done a lot with desk workers so i've already had the content so this is a great example of repurposing same thing last year i did an injury prevention summit virtual summit for travel triath- for triathletes so i'm just taking that content repurposing it into a free course And then I've got a bunch of stuff that we've created for low back, which I think a lot of chiropractors have. And so I'll just repurpose it into a low back course. And we will now have these on our website, on the homepage. And for the before unit of marketing, we will then run Facebook ads for it. Uh, We'll do different ways to get that free course out, try to get people to register just their name and email address. It's a six part little course that is like they watch module one once they register for it, it emails them. And then the next day it emails them module two. So it's a drip type of format and it's easy to consume and digest. Not going to be this long, extensive course. I just want them to get a lot of value uh, conveniently. And then I get their information. Now they fall into my email list. Okay. So that would be your new patient, uh, or your, uh, before unit marketing, right? Okay. Now, a during unit for that same course is, you know, Bob comes in and he's a desk worker with, with an issue. We can then get him into that thing. And so, so that's going to be a patient experience thing. It's like, Oh, wow. I went to this chiropractor and part of their care was they, they knew I sat at a desk and I got a, a free online course that was a supplement to my, my treatment at their office. Okay. And so now that's a during unit uh, aspect of, of marketing or patient experience. And then after is I will utilize this two ways, Uh, probably could do more, but early on, I'm gonna do two ways. I'm gonna email my list, like once it's done, I'm gonna email my list. And so that's after unit. And uh, obviously I'm not trying to capture their email because I already have it, but I'm trying to provide them with really good experience and content so that maybe they come back in again for reactivation. And then also, I'm going to run a Facebook ad that specifically, so that's that whole thing where you can take your email list, put it into a Facebook audience, run an ad to that audience only, so only the people that have that been in your office see it. So that's a, another way of the after unit. Uh, and so that's a kind of a long-winded answer to how you can really utilize your owned property uh, in your marketing and really help grow your practice and give, give honestly, kind of that that wow factor, right? Like I think if you're doing that um, in your community and people are seeing that and, and your patients are getting that during their treatment plan or whatever, I think that's just the next level that, that not a lot of healthcare providers in general are offering their, their community.
0: Yeah, man, I, (laughs) you certainly provide a ton of value there. And the great thing was the only part that rented land came in, you said, run a Facebook ad at -hmm. the end. Essentially what you said is you're going to build this awesome farm that produces great stuff, and then you're going to put up a billboard that says, hey, come to our awesome farm. But what I, I want to make sure that the listeners here here, if that billboard got taken away, mm-hmm. if – I mean, back when uh, Facebook was uh, – Zuck was uh, in front of Congress talking about like that uh, Information Britannica or whatever that thing was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, if, what if Facebook had gotten shut down right then? Mm-hmm. What if they said, Hey, you got a moratorium. You're going to be shut down within six months. Where would people have gone for, Hey, I want to put up my billboard. I want to talk about my practice. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is that like you're, uh, you already have a steady stream of people who have been to your, been to your place. Well, I'm saying your website, been to your website, mm-hmm. you're emailing them, they're following up, there's stuff to offer them there. There's you know, In any store, there's going to be your little trinkets by the check stand, like, oh, you want a pack of gum? And then there's also going to be the big ticket items in the back. Mm-hmm. You have all those things available and all you're using, face- all you're relying on Facebook for is your billboard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. a lot of practices, I think a lot of early practitioners, like chiropractors get out of school and they think that what they only need is the Facebook stuff and they don't look at, you have to have something on the back
1: end. Well, yeah, that kind of goes back to my presentation in Vegas where I talked about the, the roadmap and, you know, you have the destination. By the way, know. that thing was awesome. Is that available to anybody anywhere? Um, yeah, that, the full presentation is not uh, other than inside the Chiropractic Success Academy. Um, but I think I've sh- I shared the actual slides inside okay. the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group.
0: All right. So if you go to – if people listening go to the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group on desktop, by the way, it's going to be a whole lot easier. Don't do it on your phone. You, they can find those files? hmm Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Cool.
1: And so, yeah, we talked about the vehicle to get to the destination, and then the GPS, which was like uh, story branding stuff, your messaging. Uh-huh. And, then, and then the fuel is the content, right? And a lot of times people are focusing on the vehicle, but they have no fuel. And the vehicle is Facebook or Instagram or email or Learn Dash, right? So the – the Learn Academy on my website, that's not the content per se. That's the vehicle to get the content out that I produced. And that's a, a key distinction where people are just focusing on the vehicle and their marketing, but their content strategy is is not uh, sufficient.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. Do you mind if I bring up one of my sponsors here, Kevin? Because it fits perfectly Dude, with this. Perfect. Yeah. The clinic, uh, clinic Gym Radio is currently sponsored by Membrant, Dot com Membrant, like Rembrandt, but Membrant.com. And what membrandt does is they build a branded app for you and your practice. So if you want to deliver content to people, so say like what you're talking about, Kevin, you want to deliver a low back course on an app that lives on their iPhone, uh, Membrant can help you put that together. This will be your app. It, it's not somebody else's. It'll have your logo. It'll be in the app store under your name. They just help you with the back end and help you uh, protect the content but Membrant.com delivers it. And uh, ironically yesterday I got the clinic gym hybrid app, which you can go to clinic I think we have a, a website redirect there clinic And you can see our app and download it. It'll have all of our course content. It'll allow you to, uh, we'll put some news updates. Podcasts will get released there first in the future. Um, we'll also have additional. So if Kevin and I go off topic and, uh, you're drinking coffee, it's an early morning podcast, but if we get some wine involved, you know, we want to go for some evening, late, late night uh, discussions, those will be on that, on that uh, app as well. So if you're interested in having an app for your own clinic, I would highly recommend Membrant.com. And uh, I think it, that's one way to capture, uh, that's one way to deliver content to your audience that they can consume very easily. You know, everybody always has their phone if they're sitting on the, in the bathroom or they're sitting on a bus or something like that on a plane, they can get that content right from you. So I'm really excited about that and what they put together. They delivered way before. <laughs> I've never had this happen. They delivered uh, well before the deadline and well under budget, which two, two great things. And I'm impressed with what they built. So anyways, going along with that, that is like one more way for us to deliver content to people because it'll live on their phone. You know, they can just check it like you would Facebook, right? I mean, Facebook is essentially a time filler. And uh, we wanted that kind of capability as well so that we own that content, own that relationship with people when we deliver that content, make it super easy. Yeah, so the app is a vehicle. Your website should be a vehicle. I'm guilty of this, though. My website I, I, is not a great content delivery platform yet, you know? I Well, I shouldn't say that. I have paid courses on there to deliver, but I wouldn't say I have a whole bunch of other stuff on there that's delivering good content. So it's definitely something I need to focus on.
1: Well, yeah. And, you know, I actually am relaunching the modern chiropractic marketing website as well because of a similar thing where um, I was using podcast websites, which I've actually liked. It was a good thing, but it was, you know, X amount per month, which uh, didn't need to be. And I didn't think I could get everything out of it that I wanted to. So I'm just switching to a regular site and really going to be focusing on um, making the modern chiropractic marketing website, a very good content hub going to bring uh, I've done it before you were a guest blogger. Uh, I'm going to be inviting more guest bloggers on there, really going to make it something that's a a destination for chiropractors to, to learn stuff uh, for free. That's awesome. So two questions
0: I want to ask you about that then. First off, I know that we're, we're recording this in late spring. Uh we got some people who just graduated school. Mm-hmm. Got others that are gra- gonna graduate at the end of this year, right? Yeah. When you're talking about websites, if you go back and talk to the Kevin Christie of two thousand nine, right? What you went to Logan, right? Yeah. The yeah.
1: Harvard of chiropractic schools.
0: Uh all right. Well I guess then uh that makes SCU the Stanford, right? <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> <California>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, this is a, a Logan Day. I'm interviewing Brandon Steele later, who actually graduated right around your time, right? Yeah.
1: We were we
0: were there around the same time. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys have done okay for yourselves, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So if you were to go back, can you give us a, a real high level like like uh, step one through five of setting up your practice? I'm gonna make the exception, not your physical space. Okay. I think people think, oh, the only thing my practice is is this physical space. And it's like, nah you could actually do really well out of another office or out of the trunk of your car or whatever.
1: But what, what things would you make sure you had in place? Okay. So we're, we're forgetting the space. We're, we're coming out. It's now we we're saying in 2019 or yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. If I was doing this in t- 2009, but I had 2019, uh, Te- technologies for sure. Um, yeah, I would start with the website. The thing that's cool now is that you can do it without having to spend $3,000. Like I think I did in 2000, Ten or whatever it was, so you can get a platform that's uh, very easy to to work on, and it's a, a low monthly cost. So that would be one, and I would do the things that I talked about as far as the website. Like I would build that as my hub. I would then do make sure I have a very robust Google My Business, okay, and I would get as much information and pictures, and even like if you if you do have a good physical space, like I. We brought in a guy to do a virtual 360 tour inside of my clinic, kind of like you have the Google My or the street thing. Yeah. They could do that for inside your clinic, but I would just really build out my Google My business and start focusing on uh, getting some good Google reviews with that. Okay. That would be a second part. Uh, the third thing I would do is uh, I'm just going to lump it all together. I would build out my YouTube. Instagram and Facebook business page and make that really well developed. Okay. If you were to rank order those real quick, which order would you go in? Uh, Facebook still you, YouTube, uh, maybe, yeah. YouTube, Instagram, one, two, a two B. I think it also depends on what your demographics are. Um, well, the other piece that the what I was, YouTube yeah. also feeds your, your it, Google stuff. So you get a double dose there for early marketing. And that's the thing. Like I don't think chiropractors need to look at YouTube as they're gonna also they're gonna just get a million views on their videos and they're gonna get ad ad dollars from YouTube. That's just not the case. But, but please don't look at Instagram as, as anybody caring
0: about.
1: Them, yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. So I would say, you know, YouTube is more of a few things. It's getting good content on there. Google owns YouTube, so they're gonna rank that higher so you'll get a little more seo juice you can utilize the videos in your during and after market uh unit marketing and things like that so look at youtube for that so that would be my my third my fourth is i would get amazing and i would probably put this back i would actually reorder this and put this at like number one or two public speaking mm-hmm. yeah, and that was how i built my practice frankly in 2005 YouTube, you know but- I feel like I did a good job in Vegas uh, speaking in front of a lot of people and, and I had people come up and say like, oh, do you, you know, did you work on that a lot and everything? And I was like, yeah, I worked on it, but I've been public speaking since 2005, yeah. you know, and I've been doing it a lot in the community and I've been doing it. I have op- I've had opportunities to speak in large places as well. So I've just done a ton of it, but that would be a big one. Even if you're not good at it, I was not good at it. In, in uh, younger years, uh, I still have a lot of room to grow with it, but just keep doing it. And then it's cool. Like, if you get really good at public speaking or effective at it, it then it ends up helping out your patient communication as well. And then that grows your practice, right? It just all works. Like, I, I also attribute – doing pretty good in Vegas to the fact that I do have a podcast and I'm always talking <laughs> and I'm talking about the stuff. It's so it just like, it's, it's second nature. So well, I
0: think that, I don't know which one works better, but you know, early, if you were early in practice, I would say getting good at public speaking will also mean that your content delivery for your videos will be better, clear, yeah. but I think it also will feed your confidence about speaking. Cause oftentimes it's difficult to, to talk to the big blank camera. You know, mm-hmm. there's no response for that and for me personally, I don't know why this is big rooms like Vegas are not intimidating. Small. Like when I probably spoke 50 times at country clubs, yeah. the smaller, the eight people, the 10 people, those are intimidating. It's yeah. like every opinion matters here. You know, it's not going to be washed out. And, uh, but if, uh, just for those starting up, if you are good at public speaking or at least you make yourself available, there is no end to the possibilities. I mean, I every rotary club, every golf course, every, Golf Pro, I mean, you've done some public speaking with another Golf Pro, right? With the yes. triathlon group. Mm-hmm. They're all looking for great info. Yeah.
1: That's how I did. I, I did so many triathlon and running group talks on Saturday mornings. It, <laughs> it was crazy. I, I felt like every weekend, you know, and that was tough because I was like 27 and single and going out on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting up at 7 a.m. To, to give a talk oh, in front of 40 runners. I the that same just, thing.
0: Like, I, I, I have a sheet somewhere of how to give a talk in a parking lot yeah like about like don't set this down or don't make that mistake you know or don't you know like don't demonstrate foam rolling to this group because we know they're in the parking lot like yeah. you can't show foam rolling in on asphalt you know oh
1: yeah yeah for sure or like the worst is i would i used to work a lot of um post run stuff where we'd bring a table and do some like stretching and muscle and like these people just ran forever and they're coming in it's like disgusting sweaty and smelly
0: (laughs) (laughs) we used to cover our portable tables in like uh shower curtains (laughs) and they're to your point Uh on the old shower curtain there were like numbers imprinted from where they sweat the sharpie onto the table (laughs) you make out like a backward seven and all sorts of stuff like
1: yeah a little off topic but on topic one of the best worst experience of my life was you know I'm, I'm active release technique certified and there was a they used to have a biomechanics certification and part yep. of getting part of getting that was you had to go work an ironman event so i went up to lake plastic new york in 2007 and worked that event and anybody that's worked a transition tent of an ironman it is a disturbing situation like you <laughs> you've got two things that i won't get but one is you got these porta potties that are out there and I mean, these people get explosive, you know what? And mm-hmm. you walk in there, and it's not good. It's a war zone. It's a war zone. Yeah. <laughs> it's then the second thing is, is that you got to help these. The you have a male tent, you have a female tent for a reason because I mean they're stripping down to next to nothing, and you're helping. They don't this, give two craps. Yeah, they don't get. You're helping this naked dude get his shoes on. And you're like, holy. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it was. It was interesting to say the least, but it, it was a good thing. But yeah, I worked a couple of those
0: too, and it's like. The people are health are fairly healthy and they're usually done well in life. They're, I mean, triathlon attracts professionals and, you know, six figure incomes. And it's like the healthiest, like combat medical tent you've ever seen. You know, it's all, there's no camouflage. It's all Lycra and spandex, but (laughs) the stuff you see in there, you're like, I don't ever want to see that again.
1: Oh, for sure. No, it yeah. was it was eye-opening. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. So. Um, which that kind of rolls into my fifth thing. And, and again, you could probably reorder some of these, but I think one of the mistakes the younger docs are making is, and, and maybe it's some of my fault because they hear people like me talking about it so much, but they they try to build their practice behind the computer screen. Yeah, and that's just not going to happen. A lot of this stuff that we talk about with modern marketing and the technologies and stuff, you have to work up to that. And it has to be, kind of a supplement to boots on the ground uh, grassroots marketing whatever you want to call it networking but it's working events it's having cups of coffee with people it's it's just being out there Um, that's how it's going to happen really
0: Hey, we'll be right back with our interview. But real quick, I wanted to make sure that you know about our Accelerator Program and our Accelerator Light Program. Both of those lay out the 42 steps it takes to start a hybrid facility, set up your business model, perform sales training with your staff, and also cover yourself in case of any issue. We have those programs available at our website, clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. The full Accelerator Program includes building your fitness website your logo and a bunch of other time with me if you're like hey i don't want the time i just want to get up and going then you may be interested in the accelerator light program which you can check out both of which include the 42 high impact lessons to get up and going and i hope you take me up on that all right we'll get right back to our interview now thanks a lot can i make one uh jump into your list and and you tell me if this fits on your list because a lot of people when I, you know when I was starting out were like, "Oh you got to meet and do all this and it's like, yeah, I'm trying, but you never know who to meet with or what to do early on right mm-hmm. but one of the greatest uh, tips I ever got was you ever heard of the like idea of the dream 100
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, basically, if you sat down if you're a young chiropractor, made a list of your 100, 100 people that if they were on in your corner you could you would be wildly successful yep. so make a list of those people and then uh, set about prioritizing lunch or coffee or breakfast or whatever with those people, not just random people. Cause you, you don't have an unlimited amount of time, unfortunately, you know? Um, right. but, uh, if we were to put together a dream 100 for like chiropractic, if you want to get, let's say you were trying to get the modern chiropractic marketing, uh, podcast out there, the dream 100 might include other chiropractic podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. So, who are the people recording those podcasts? And it might include like influencers in the space. So, like Bill Morgan uh, of Parker uh, Parker Seminars would be great. Bobby Maybe, who's a good friend of ours, um, and and you start going down that list. And the thing is, you're going to write down a hundred names. Like, work on getting a hundred. So, if you're setting up a new practice, who are the triathlon coaches in your area? Who are the golf instructors in your area? Who are the ER docs in your area? Whatever, you're going to get hundred. If you get five of those people. <laughs> you like life becomes easy. You know, if you get 10 of them, Oh my God, if you had 25 and you maintain relationship with them, the first three years of your practice, it would be home run city, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think that people negate that, but that, that kind of gives some structure around that, that in-person marketing. Cause I do think it gets neglected, especially early on when you have, ironically, you have the time, but you don't have the money to pay for marketing.
1: Yeah. I think there's a few things that what ends up happening is obviously some people were introverts and some people maybe don't have the confidence they don't have the momentum out there but it that a lot of times that doesn't happen until you get into the you know trenches of it and then you start to get a little more confident and you start to obtain more contacts you start to get momentum you start to have opportunities that you didn't have before and people connect you with other people like it just becomes this thing right And then like, then you get a, one of the things that I'm doing in my practice and we're talking, we're going to make this a module in CSA is leveraging your patient's contacts because what ends up happening now, once you get a pretty robust practice going, you maybe don't have as much time or wherewithal to follow up on leads that you have. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to put a system in place to where, you know, when Mary comes in with back pain and you know, she's working a lot with in yoga, it's like, okay, how do we focus on or follow up with that yoga instructor? Or if they have back pain and they play golf and they have a teaching pro, ask the patient like, oh, do you mind if we talk to your teaching pro about this, this condition, we can work around it, blah, blah, blah. Usually they're going to be fine. And then you call that teaching pro. And so we're going to try to organize it in such a way in my practice with all the moving parts to where that's not falling through the cracks anymore.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, doing that early on is, is huge. And to feed that, it's, it's not, it buffers those or it, it um, sustains those early on in practice. I, I personally would send an email at least once a week to my entire patient base, even when that patient base is five people. I think yeah. that gets neglected, but that consistent sending a good email that's interesting or funny or relation, like it builds a relationship, mm-hmm. that's free except for the time. And the cool thing is when you have five patients, it works. And when you have, when you're like Kevin, you have 5,000 patients, it works. Like it, you know, the same amount of time. In fact, you probably get faster at it to have the same exposure.
1: Yeah. You get, you get pretty good at it. And you know, like one of the things I do is I have, I think it's every Tuesday on my Google calendar. It's a task and it just says, you know, networking. And then on that task, you can go in there and you can put things in the body of that. And so I just start writing down the names of people I need to follow through. And then when I do, I kind of cross it off. And then and then I do it on a Tuesday. Then I just move it up to the next Tuesday. So every week I'm looking at that and say, okay, who can I schedule out for, for next week? And awesome. Do that. And yeah. so just certain things to keep it top of mind.
0: Yeah. And that's led to some huge relationships, right? Like your trip to Chicago, things like that
1: yeah they just overall like it's helped whether you're talking about modern chiropractic or my private practice mm-hmm. a lot of it is the same type of strategy some of it is different but it's a lot of it is the same Yeah. and, and it's definitely helped I mean collaborating is I mean that's the, the key right yeah it's like calling
0: a friend and asking hey would you be on my podcast
1: yeah exactly you no, work out okay for me <laughs> it's huge no collaboration is the, is the biggest thing I think yeah. people, people aren't doing
0: yeah all right. Well, we're up against the clock. I know you got patience to get back to. Yeah. Uh, so let's just recap uh, real quick. Set up strategies to have owned properties, owned assets mm-hmm. for marketing. Facebook is not something you can own. Instagram is not something you can own. Even YouTube is not something you can own. Although you could argue you own that content a little bit, but those, that would be like a great website. That's kind of like the hub of your whole operation. And it has spokes formed by Facebook, maybe direct mail, Mm-hmm. uh, text messaging, email, all those things, but have that central hub that has great content and clarity for both incoming patients and current patients, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It, it's easier for people to get started with you, but once they start, there's a reason they come back and then take, I think what you said, take everything you got and leverage it, man. So if you mm-hmm. recorded a talk for, a you know, triathlon coaches two years ago, if you got it on video, man, offer it out to the world. It's great yep. content and and then for those uh, people starting out, you would say website. Then number two, I think we determined was public speaking. Yeah. Then number three is... We
1: uh, would probably do gra- like networking grassroots would probably be number three. Yeah.
0: By the way, I actually, I think your order was right. N- mm-hmm. Website, then Google my business because when you public speak, people are going to want to look for you. Yeah, there you go. I think you're, you know, have that Google my business and, and then public speaking. And then down at number five, possibly six is do the the Facebook, Instagram, all that, but make sure that first part's actually in place.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome, man. Well, if people
1: want to reach out or or listen to more of what you got, where can they find you? Oh, man. Um, The Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group on Facebook is definitely a lively group and got a lot of good information on there for free. Um, The Chiropractic Success Academy, you could always check that out. You can google that if you'd like <laughs> or find it in the group and that's bobby and i working on that together uh, if you feel like emailing me kevin at modern is a good way of getting a hold of me as well
0: awesome well kevin thank you for the time this morning uh, or at least it's morning where i am it might not be morning when people are listening to this podcast but i do appreciate it and thanks for all you do for chiropractic man thank you so on behalf of dr kevin christie this is dr josh Hatterley saying go out there maximize your license and live the life you dream of thanks everybody hey just as a quick reminder you're gonna hear and see more about this but racket fit and on base you are two new sports uh, screening processes coming from the same brain that brought you tpi and i'm really excited about these racket fit is for your tennis players racket squash anybody that swings a racket or paddle uh, in their sport racket fit works great and On Base U is all about baseball and softball. So if you're working in populations of baseball and softball, these certifications are huge. And the great news, now each of them will get you 13 chiropractic continuing education units. 13 units for taking a weekend course all about the sport that you love. I think there's nothing better when the great education that you love also produces the, uh, the credits that you want. So uh, with that, go to On Base U. Dot com. That's the baseball softball one or go to racket fit. R a C Q U E T F I T racket fit. Make sure you put the Q in there and check out those programs. There's courses all across the nation. They're putting together 13 units for each one for the weekend. I think it's a fantastic way to get your CEs and we hope to see you back on the, on clinic gym radio. Talk to you later. Hey, I hope that was a great interview and you enjoyed it, took lots of notes, and are able to take some of that information and apply it to your future clinic. If you're interested in getting started with the Clinic Gym Hybrid model, then head over to clinicgymhybrid.com where you can find resources including our accelerator program. That accelerator program lays out step-by-step the 42 pieces you need to start your own hybrid facility. Hope to see you there and feel free to ask me any questions via email.